Welcome to the Rock History 101 podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Blush. For episode number eight, in honor of the recent Martin Luther King Day celebration, here's another classic interview from my endless archive of cassette tapes. Through my 80s connections with Adam Yauk and the Beastie Boys, I spent time with Run DMC. I interviewed them a few times, but I chose this one from 1993 because it covers their really underrated Down With The King album. What I remember most was that before we started, I smoked them out with this crazy joint I got from a friend at High Times. It was a total Cheech and Chong moment with clouds of smoke billowing from the conference room of Profile Records. And if you listen to the interview carefully, you can hear the late Jam Master Jay chime in a few times, but I think I got him too stoned. What I like most about this interview is the personality of the members, as well as the stone cold truth they conveyed. So sit back and enjoy the next half hour of the legendary Run DMC from 1993 on Rock History 101, Interviews from the Vaults. And if you like what you hear, please follow us. I was going to say, I guess the most obvious question is tell us a little about Down with the King album and how you came together with all the different people, you know, <clears throat> produced and all that. It was easy. We were going and asking people, they were saying, yeah, we were going over to their house making records. We go to their house and make records. Going records. to labs. Going to Q-Tips lab going to EPMD's house and meeting up with Naughty by Nature at the studio during um, their time. Just Hanging out with Pete Rock. Going to Pete Rock's lab. The boot knock. Why was it important to do it that way, you know, to, to bring all these cool. I got on a roll, man. <laughs> nah, it was important to us. We just wanted a lot of flavor on this album, you know what I'm saying? We wanted to come out with a crazy, mad, fat album. So we figured we'd go around to all the producers and get the fattest tracks from the producers. You know, Q-Tip is a great producer, you know, but we just go get, you know, instead of having Q-Tip make the whole album, just get one record and have him compete and to make his record the best record on the album and do the same with Diamond D and Public Enemy and Pete Rock. We figured we'd have a crazy fat album. What do you think all those people bring to it? Like, why did you want to work with all of them in particular? Why do you say they all have fat tracks? Yeah. We didn't work with no one that was whack. We worked no with people that had the, you know, who we believed in to come up. Like, if you keep listening to um, Anita, Anita Applebone or, you know, um, Scenario, and you just be like, man, I wish I could rhyme over that track. I wish that was our song. Well, let's go get to q -tip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And get them to make us one of those. Pete Rock was dropping some fat bass lines, and we got Pete Rock. There we go. And we, we wanted Public Enemy to do the whole album at one point. You know, they only wound up doing one song, you know, because they were busy, but that song is incredible. <laughs> yeah, they do it. I love it. They work hard. They don't yeah. just make records. You're right. They try to make hit records every which of them seems to just know how to do it, and they just got a lot of luck with them too. But it took more work for Hank Shockley to make this happen. Which of the tracks particularly stand out? I mean, for, for you, like, or the experiences? Maybe there's some cool flavor you can tell about. Yeah, I'll tell you. 
Experience-wise, on a producer on a producer tip, um, Hank Shockley worked hard to make us have, you know what I'm saying? The dope record. It was like, nah, nah, give me some more vocals, nah, nah. Just to change the chorus. He was nah. bugging like this. Nah, that's not the track. You know, all all night long, yo. That's fat. Nah, it's not fat. Come on, guys. I need. I need something. You know what I mean? He was bugging like that. So <laughs> he was we, doing we, that. Just took we learned, about him. He was we learned, we learned a lot, you know, with working with Hank. Hank was we, good, it was great. He produced us. Um, Eric Sherman just a lucky Eric Sherman, he just, when he we said, walked in, he had two crazy fat tracks. I mean, just, <clears throat> you know, he just, he he had, he knew what he wanted to give us. And that was it. That was that. We wrote the lyrics right there in the studio. He wrote some lyrics and Paris wrote some lyrics and it came. It was, it was incredible and it still is the most, almost the incredible track of the album, but it was easy. It came easy today. Yeah. yeah. It seemed easier, but and Jermaine Dupree, it was more like he really produced his record too. You know, we didn't. We had some say in it, but not too much. He knew what he wanted too. He was. He had his track ready. He had the hook ready. He wrote rhymes, and it was a different vibe to everything too. So Jermaine, he tried. He treated us like crisscross, I guess, in a way, right? He was yeah. Like they can't kick it. Come on, man. Do it like this. He was. He's like a genius type guy, Jermaine Dupree. Nobody wanted. Well, Q-tip was Q-tip. Q-tip. I mean, a lot of people worked with us, though. Well, I think EPMD worked with us because they what they did was they just wanted to take some of our old stuff and just loop the Q-tip. Wanted to take something old that we did. Um, Pete Rock also he wanted to that down with the King is from you know Run's house. Q-tip tried to call it a hook, but he just right. come to everybody. That's all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the name of it. Make that say that. How do you help? How do you think all working with all these people helped expand the sound of Run DMC? They helped. I think that all, all the, I mean, except for um, Pete Rock, I think that um, all of the, tr- uh, and, and Q-tip, Q-tip, Q-tip is, and uh, from that, they, they from that jazz flavor, giving us some jazz flavor, but I think that, Nah, Naughty by Nature too, though. I think that's our sound, kind of, you know, that's their sound, that's their sound. You got a rap, you got a rap. It's their sound from their last album. You know what I mean? It's their sound from their last album, but I feel like they it's our stuff. Anyway. It's our flavor. So most of these people, like, you know, scenario. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That's we Run DMC. A so a lot. it's just like going in a big circle. Mm-hmm. So we we took... They gave us some of our flavor. That. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're... they The way they conceive our flavor. You know what I mean? That's just like if you... When you write this article and how you feel about Run DMC, if somebody read it, they go, they'll be into Run DMC, but they'll be into you also because it's you. Has um, what how, how does that make you feel when you see like the influence of you know the obvious things that you're? Feel great. I feel yeah. I was gonna ask you as far as that goes. How do you feel about the current state of hip hop? Is is it all good or is there some stuff that you're kind of disappointed in because you know you, you kind of. You made the way for a lot of this stuff, you know. And I'm a positive person, man. It's all, I just see the positive sides of it. You know what I mean? I'm. I, I see like it's very versatile. And, you know, we got brothers talking about you know everything in this in this in this business now. And, and rap is you know hip hop will only be hip hop. Mm-hmm. So you can't get mad at Hammer because he's not hip hop. So the people in hip hop getting mad at Hammer, they shouldn't get mad because Hammer's not hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know. 
hammered out, nobody from hip hop is buying his records. You know, they they out there getting, you know, Naughty by Nature records. Dr. Dre or, you know, records from the ghetto, run DMC. So, uh, you know, as far as hip hop is concerned, I'm I'm happy to see people like Naughty by Nature putting hip hop on the top of the charts. Like Run DMC did. You know what I mean? From a lyrical perspective, how do you how do you see um What's happened in hip hop? Are you encouraged? I mean, you know, Hello Cool J always was dope. Run was always dope. I mean, I think that Tretch do what Run was doing, mm -hmm. you know, and um, DMC was always dope. I think um, Chuck D and uh, uh, DMC, his his branches all the way down to uh, Busta Rhymes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's that's the truth. It just you know, I hip -hop think hip hop is getting raw. It's going back to where it's you know, perform and MC's gotta display their styles, their lyrical skills, but it's spilling over to instead of just trying to keep a certain wavelength and be accepted and be comfortable and calm, you just gotta break food now and go for it. <laughs> you know, that's why Buster's ill and now you got a lot of Buster wannabes. But it's all gonna be so that Whichever way you rhyme, you just better step up to the microphone. Coming up next, we have, and you gotta go for it. You know? So it's going back to the rawness. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the newest thing that was out was Das Effects. Mm -hmm. But now, after that. I think Das Effects was just when Ron was like, Liggy, 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 listen to the thing. Right, they just did it you more know? throughout, they did it throughout the whole record. Mm -hmm. So now it's just going back to the raw, you know, it's going back to the old school. A lot of stuff that you guys help bring yeah, out there. Definitely. How does that make you feel? I mean, obviously good, but do you, do you see a lot of yourselves, particularly, let's say, here a rhyme? Uh, I was people before us doing it's, that. Yeah, it's what it's supposed to be. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, was people before us doing it, and we got it from somebody, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Cold Crush Brothers and you know all the all the people before us we give props to so um, we feel good as being pioneers we know we stepped to a lot of places that no one ever you know we was the first in Kalamazoo Michigan and a lot of cities Little Rock Arkansas we was we opened up a lot of doors in a lot of cities you know and we did our job and you know so of course it makes us feel good but I feel like there's no veterans like Harris once said this whole rap game is only like about 15, 16 years old, so how can we be a veteran? <laughs> I mean, it's 70 years, then you're yeah. a vet. This is yeah. standing around. Well, we, we've scene. been down for 10 years, and we've been doing it, you know, we in the game for the longest, you know, the, you know, out of all our peers from back in those days, no one's still, you know, making albums or whatever. We don't feel like we old, you know what I'm saying? We just started young. Mm -hmm. We haven't reached puberty yet, you know what I'm saying? We babies still in the game. So how can you say it's veterans or who's old school and new school? Mm -hmm. You know, we just graduating in, I mean, 10 years. We sophomores in high school right now. Mm -hmm. After the next two years, then we're going to be in college. That's when that calculus and all the hard stuff. Right, then after that. Right we now, it's easy and fun, and, you know. You got your divisions, I mean, you just got your levels of mm -hmm. learning. There's so many juniors that are listening to everybody now and going to take all these styles. When we all going in our grades, rap still here. It's a lot of kids in kindergarten getting ass. It's getting ass right now. Exactly. For sure. Where they? Kindergarten? Yeah, first grade. Preschool. Not first grade, because they was in kindergarten. Yeah, right. First grade. 
They're like first, you know what I'm saying? It's still <laughs> in elementary. Mm -hmm. They're still taking lunch, you know what I'm saying? Taking lunch to school in bags. Mm -hmm. And the bullies are coming to take the money. Right now, I'm running MC, we're in, we in high school, and we're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm taking a train that's going to ride the bus, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But what does that say to you that, like, you know, I mean, most of the people who, let's say, you started school with ain't there no more, you know what I'm saying? They dropped out, so to A speak. lot of people That's dropped what out. Happened. Exactly. They didn't study, you know, they, they didn't do their homework, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not our fault, you know? It was like they couldn't keep up with their studies and stuff. Yeah, and they not, if they would have studied and, and put their mind to it and kept with it, they, you only get better at what you do when you put your mind to it. And then, you know, it was good at it, and it's just like anybody else. Oh, you all made it to the next grade, but there's always a few that get left back. Run a DMC. And it's not because of nobody, it's because of them. Right. Run the DMC, they rock the mic kind of hard on the, on, the, on the strength of just picking up it's that like, mic and doing what they yeah, got to do. Yeah, you take us out of school, and we come, we put a mic from, we're going to run back. You know what I'm saying? We're going to, like, give me the book, let me read. I want to read. Ooh, ooh, you know how the teachers, when you're in school, they ask a question and kids, ooh, 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 I know. That's well, how You can't take us to no seminars or nothing like that because we want to answer every question and we can't get around no stage because we want to rock. Right. We want to do this. You know what I'm saying? It's still like, you know, it's still new to us. Still, we still got that competitive feeling mm -hmm. like we want to go on stage and bust somebody's butt wide open. Do you guys place a lot of importance or on the the rock rap thing that, that you guys help ferment, you know, rock box and walk this way, or, or would you rather be known for for the straight up hip hop? We don't care. You can right. you can remember some of the dope. Rock. I mean, I don't care because they tried to walk this way. So right, it wasn't original. King of Rock and Rock King of Rock and Rock, King of rock, and rock box is my We favorite. do rock box mm -hmm. every show. Every show. As no matter what. Every show. Every time I call them out. Run, run. It works. You give us one minute, you're going to hear rock box mm -hmm. in the song. So we feel like, as far as that, did we open the door for it? No, because nobody uses it, right? Nobody uses it at all. Right. Nobody made no dope rock rap records yet. Mm -hmm. I don't But hear us. Who else made a good rock rap, rap rock record? Well, I guess you got besides rock stars. Besides like rock stars, yeah. They, they, that's, I don't even consider them rapping a lot. Of Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys make good rock. I like that. Damn, on. sixteen bottles. Ali, Baba, and the Forty Thieves. Ali, Baba. Beastie Boys. They always make a mistake. They make good rap, 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 rap. But nobody else makes rap, except for rock groups. Because we, and our records are good. We do B Boys. We do B Boy rap records with rock. Instead of doing R&B, we do rock and roll. That's what all that was about. Because rock is hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, flavor is rough like we were. So maybe a lot of that influence was, was outside of hip-hop? Oh, yeah, well, rock no, was, was hard. Inside it was of inside of hip-hop, but we used the rock because the but rock... But I'm saying afterwards, like the influence you've had perhaps with the rock and rap thing maybe didn't hit as hard... With the b-boy thing, but it hit a lot. Kid of Rock and Rock Box with b-boy records. Right, but it didn't influence the b-boy as much as it influenced the rock and roll to do rap. We was incredible with it, but nobody else wanted to do it, but they loved it. The b-boys right now are going to love Rock Box when I do it next week. They're going to love it. And I'm doing King of Rock. They're going to love King of Rock. Because they love it. That'll be the record I'll do, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, I'm scared to death. To what you talking about? So I'll do King of Rock, and I know that was pop. Nah, but it wasn't. It was. That's pop. You crazy, Steve and them loved the King of Rock. Not as much. 
As what? I don't want to see well. Everybody, everybody loves King of Rock, I though. Cheating. I mean, well, I mean King of Rock is everybody right. loved it. You know what I'm saying? The black kids was like, y'all gonna do King of Rock tonight? I mean, I, it was Rock, different yeah. from them. They didn't look at it at the time. They didn't look at it as Runny MC Joe Rock records. We came out, we made our statement, and the next record on the album was, was like, I'm the king of rock. And it was like, it was in the us. They was in the us. Was they know we rock. They wasn't bugging about it. was for a minute. But they wasn't thinking that. They were thinking this is some dope. Because like Jay said earlier, when we when we used to rap over these rock records like Aerosmith and Billy Squad Big Beat, we thought Aerosmith, the name of that record was Toys in the Attic, which was the album, you know what I'm saying? We didn't know it was Aerosmith and Backseat Lover and Always Undercover. We didn't give a hoot about that. the lyrics. Mm -hmm. We wanted the beat and we wanted the guitar to come in before Steve Todd opened his mouth, cut it, Jay, and just keep cutting. And, and that's, you know, that's why we like that. So anytime, we was going to make Walk This Way and rhyme and, and just rhyme and be deaf with echoes and just go for hours. So when we did Walk This Way, that was just something we tried. And people remembered Aerosmith. And it wasn't weak because Run DMC did it, you know? And it wasn't it wasn't like after we did Walk This Way, we kept making remakes of records because it wasn't about that. Um, would you ever work again with Rick Rubin, speaking of that whole period? We would love, love to if he had the time to work with us. We know that besides from him out there making the crazy rock and roll big Albums. He got. The, he's the, one of the Ellis B boys. He got right. the Ellis brain <laughs> mentality mentality yeah. of making. Even if we just got a chance to sit around and just make be with his stupid ass and make a record. That even if it didn't make, I know it would make the album. But just to be there and experience that is something we are all That's looking fun, forward yeah. to do. And it's a lot of fun. He's L. Mm -hmm. He's definitely L. Cool. Is it true that you once um, burned a bunch of Slayer records that were at Chunking and stuff? No. no. I had heard that story. No, no, no. Yeah. The Slayer, well, they was getting a little out of hand with all that, that shit at Chunking that was going on, right? From all I that yeah, we didn't want no bad luck over us, you know what I'm saying? I mean, whatever, in the spiritual realm, in the spiritual realm, creating pictures and images of that stuff can... They wrote all over something, the, the you studio. Know, all over. And that was our spot. I mean, we made Ray the hell there. You what know? happened? I'm they came in the studio when they were there and they wrote a whole bunch of devil shit all over Everywhere. the walls, man. Mm -hmm. But I never got, I, there was never no albums for me to burn. No, know? we just no. spoke to I, John. I've been burning and I've probably been doing something evil too. Burning. Right. Um, Fire. I wasn't trying to burn a damn. We just questioned, you know, what's up with this? Because this, we made Raising Hell there. Right, we started yeah, working. That was our while. spot, and the Beasties worked there, and we brought props to this. And I was like, they're defacing our home. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather you have hang, hang up um, posters and paper and don't write and leave something there, you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. we wasn't. It was drawing wild pictures and everything. What, what do you think about that whole style of music? Stupid. We don't care about no devil worship. That's whack, man. Mm -hmm. Stupid. Do you think they're into that though? Because I don't think they're even into that, are they? I don't know, man. What fans like that? I don't I think know. That's kind of toxic. Joke? Ah, it's just kind of being bad, you know. Mm. See, I don't know about it. That's you might get some kids that talk about that shit and don't be thinking nothing about that shit too, though. You know what I'm saying? Tell me what it's about. I don't know what it's about. You know, like somebody say, uh, I. I worship the devil and uh, 
and I hope that you die. You know what I'm saying? Just be annoying. Right. Shit to just be saying shit. You know, and yeah, that's like, what he's saying that he feel like Slayer is a like something is about like, like he don't really think that them niggas at home like oh yeah. Satan you the. And like Karen's one said, you gangsters ain't a half of the rappers ain't out there sticking yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the same thing. That's the same kind of thing. What's the point of even talking about this? That's as far as you can get to That's just that. like yeah, ghetto boys talking about how much drugs they sell yeah. and how many people they kill. Why that subject of devil? Well, what is it? See, I don't oh, know. talking about why the devil subject is just like... It's the worst the, thing to reach right. out and talk about. Bad boys. Right. Bad I mean, boys. It's the worst thing. They want to get attention. I mean, all right, you stand there. Get some there, attention. If and you, you do that. Saying. But if I do this, I bet you there people are, oh, my God. Oh. He right. knows more about it. Right. Just like Paris. Paris going to shoot the president. You know what I mean? He got he, he got some good reasons that he know that the president is, you know, did a lot of fucked up things as far as the black community is concerned. He feels that way. But is he going to really take his nine millimeter, like he said, and stalk him? And and stalk him. And sh- the way he be talking on his album was like, okay, there you go. Nah, don't get that nigga soon. He's driving by. All right, come on, we're going to get this motherfucker now. You know what I'm saying? You know, Paris, you know, that's right. to the president. You know, if somebody was talking about you on that album like that, you would feel like, yo, that's fucked up. These niggas is inciting that shit about me. That's, you know. Yeah. Paris don't really ain't going to. My shit is, it ain't even a joke, man. I don't know why the hell you won't even talk about it. Well, what is the point? I don't even know what they talk. See, I never even got into it enough to know what they... Right. I never even listened to a lyric vocal of it, so right. I never understood the context of what Slayer or anybody that was saying anything about the devil was talking about. So what was Russell's that. group name? Slayer. Oh, Slayer was the guys who was not talking about the devil. But the, the Slayer couldn't... Have, Slayer was supposed to be the ones who was talking about... God. Kill, God. No, that was, that was a band called Trouble. Oh, Trouble. Yeah. Slayer was the ones that were yeah. talking about. We put the album South of Heaven so. <laughs> what do you think of Biohazard? Yeah. They're alright. You know, they're um they're very uh for someone like me, they're kinda of like a, a second, third generation of, of kind of bands that have they been, been doing hard. that. Yeah, they're good. They're pretty good though. Hard, very hard, hard, very hard. Very hard. Very hard. Bad kids. Bad, bad kids, what's bad crowd, you know. What's the kids with kids drinking, smoking, fucking ill and eating? Blonde filth. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like when we used to go on the beach, when Beachy Boys was on that tour one time, when they used to just have the girls there putting apples and pears on them butt naked titties, bugging. They <laughs> used to just be bugging. I used to say, y'all niggas is wild. Yo, what's um with that group who played on our? Oh, we got on our Rage we, Against Machine. That's who else. We don't mention working with them, man. Sometimes we right. work with Rage Against Machine. They incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a really good band. They were on the album. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. You hear I that heard it? the track. You like it? I was disappointed with that track, actually. Really? Yeah. That's deep. But um, I just felt like um, they had some good ideas, but it never actually. What track do you like the best? I like um, I like the EPMD and the Pete Rock one we just saw, and um, I guess I only heard about five of them. He likes the EPMD. A lot of the rock people like the EPMD. Yeah, I like the EPMD one. And um, what was the, the matter with the rock one? It wasn't hard enough. To me, it just sounded like they had all their ideas there, like the rock, you know, with the... the we wrote the music, yeah. that's why. It just didn't sound like it, it gelled. It's, it sounded like... To, well, for me, I'm just talking about it. Felt. I, I, yeah, it just sounded like there I were two different ideas. It sounded like there was, like, what you were doing and what they were doing. It didn't really sound like it. We were doing it together. Yeah. 
Right, it, just it, doesn't, it doesn't even offend me at all. Right. I just want to know. Yeah, no, that's I'm, I'm just letting you know. know. Because you like it, because it's a, a lot of b-boys like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a b-boys. But they like it. Yeah. Good. Well, there you go. That's yeah. that's fine, you know. But um, Rage Against Machine are a really good band. I think they're gonna be big. Maybe if they'd have put some more input into what you'd have liked, and then I wouldn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like the you know we're talking about rock and rap. They're one of the few groups I feel that actually get a fusion correct in the singer rap raps, you know, competently. And, and the band plays hard rock, but it's it's still all beats and stuff. Do you think they're gonna be a big band? They could be. I know, like all all the kids really like them right now. And if the record you know takes off, who's this thing with you know? Um, they don't really have a you know they're not a group like that you know they're not really I mean I'm sure they're putting out singles, you know. Um, I forget what the name of. It's good to have that type of vibe. Yeah. They're gonna be okay. They're not a group like that. So they just what kind of group are they? Well, you know what happens with a lot of rock groups is you know it just takes a couple of years of just that touring and touring and touring and a couple of records and then you're huge. You know, it's not like one single comes out and then you break. You know, yeah. They like, put a whole album out. You put out albums and you tour it a couple times. And, you know, you know, it's like a different world. It's a different. It's a different world. Of, it is of, of how business is done in rock. Yeah. Because you know the whole thing is you usually don't hit it. it you, rocks you, <laughs> you don't really hit it till your third and fourth albums. You know, you don't really make your big money till your third and fourth albums. You know, but a lot of these bands go on and do you know ten, eleven, twelve albums. So it's like a, it's a different kind of life. Kind of life. So um. <laughs> that's right. Um, so how are the spirits with you? I mean, you guys seem like you're pretty pretty focused and stuff these days. We on point, money. Yeah. We just need to rock right now. I just need to go rock the mic on stage around some other rappers. I'm a little confused because I'm really waiting, man. I'm, I feel like I've been waiting too long for my video to come out. Now it's coming out. I'm So what is coming out Friday? Yeah, you know? <laughs> I, know, I know I'm losing my damn mind. You know what I'm saying, D? Just feeding the fear that fuck it. <laughs> you tell me nice. You feel it too? You feel that way oh, too, D? <laughs> I wanted to just see it myself <laughs> mainly. I just wanted to get together so I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting so long, so what? Friday. Give me now I want something else. We wanna right and after we go on this tour with Naughty by Nature, you know, we'll have fun. And then that'll be over, then we'll be mad again. The <laughs> best thing about us is, you know, what we like the most is performing after the show. What happened? Yeah. That shit was good. Yeah, Listen, performing. That's good. Performing. That's that time while you out there doing your and thing. And jumping. And it's happening. Dropping it's the, the right best. Records. Otherwise, all the other shit is just, you know, business, interviews. Just making, even making records is fun a little bit, but it's nothing like going to do a show. <laughs> Not really, man. Because I like that, man. Yeah. I want to get out there, man. That's all we want to do, man. I want to go and have you real scared at Radio City and really be waiting and worrying to death. And then it starts because I know Peter Piper going to drop. And the second after it drops, I come out. That's good. I'm out there. I'm finished. It worked. What records did good? That was all right. We kind of was good. That record was bigger. We good. We finished. Thank Next you. group up. Thank you. And we just try to. We just want to do good every night and rock hard and prove to people. People try to diss us, man. They try to diss. We out to tell them you stupid, man. We try to diss for 
ain't got nothing going for you but two singles in your life and you trying to diss. And then after all that dissing, you get out there and be fake. Mm-hmm. A lot of fake. <laughs> all of them. A lot of niggas. You know, I like, look, Naughty by Nature rocks hard. And um, who else rocks? Chuck and them. Chuck P. rocks. Shabba Ranks rocks. A lot of these people ain't got enough of a track record to pop no shit yet. And they just get out there and can't rock the mic well. You know, they cannot perform. After popping all that week now, you gotta stand there and look at me, tear the house down, and you gotta think something mean again if you want to or something. What you thinking? Now? I think I knew. I knew this, and I don't want me. you back down. <laughs> something going on, man. We just gonna go out there and string up the right records in the right towns so we can get the right response. And 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 we gonna get out there this year with with Naughty by Nature and Dr. Dre and Rex. And with all our fans that were our fans back in the day that's going to love these records that they used to love, and by the time we get off stage, we're going to send them home to buy an album. I don't get it. We're going to try to hurt, hurt people up on this tour. I don't get it. That was a good performance by running them. We want all our fans back. So we're just going to go out there and rock so hard and do such great, amazing things on the turntable and mic with me, DJ. It's going to be phenomenal to rock that hard, so they're going to have to go on and get it. So, um, how would you like, like, in, in summation, like, how would you guys like to be remembered? Like, if there's like a rap, like, um, like an encyclopedia, you know, best. the history. It's the best. It's <laughs> the best. It's the best. The absolute best. And that'd be good enough for me. Right, you know what I'm saying? That's true. That's how we feel about what we do. We're the best. We made the best records and. And now we not we what we really need to do to be the best is make some new hit records and get radio play nationwide and then maybe just one, maybe two years from now, a year from now, drop a little kinda like a record that just goes pop a little bit. Just right there where we can just be all together. Superman right now we're just gonna make big boy records that infiltrate the market that hold us on to a Cypress Hill type. Vibe. Even though King go um down with the King, every all the pop stations is asking for that song. And this is the first song we ever had. Pop yeah, this is the first song that we ever had. Every pop station that plays rap. This is the first station, first song that we ever had that radio even wanted from our, radio usually don't want we used to have to give them our records. You know what I mean? They never wanna run DMC, we stood for it anti-radio. Now so many people out there making so many, you know, gangster bitches, you know, all types of crazy records that, you know, and people are like, well, I want that record. You know what I mean? So this is, it's a cool timing for us to drop this single. Yep, that's good. And, um, yeah, man, all the pop stations, like all the PL, all the stations that got a little rap show, all of them, all they the KMLs, one, one, one down. Give it to you, the tour. Cool. So, this tour is going to mean a lot to my company. Yo, tell us about um, a little bit what's coming up. I mean, tell us about the tour. I guess the record's about to drop. Down with know, so. the King is a hit record, hopefully. We love the record. It's exciting. It even got a little Pete Roxy or Smooth Rock. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Let us tie back into this flavor that they're trying to pull up. Something going on. So since something's going on, we got a good record. We tie back into the people trying to diss. There you go. What do you think of this one? That one's dope. Okay. That's what we we dropped the album yeah. like six, eight weeks after that. Yeah, we and then we... All these records and all this stuff. Right. The album got the mad groups on it. And then we go on tour. 
And the tour is again who? The tour is Naughty by Nature and uh, this, this spring. And hopefully by the summer I will be out and we go, go. do another tour or whoever else, Naughty. We make a quick album this time. You know. We're gonna work hard on. We're gonna put out another album. I mean, it yeah. might it might be incredible. I hope we can make it incredible, but we gonna make it. We gotta yeah. make it. You know what I'm saying? No, it's fake. No, it ain't fake. Here's the album. Yeah. You know what I think it's important that we put out another album right after this. This one's dropped. I think almost a week later, we're gonna be dropping the next album. So that's Russell. Russell says, and I agree with that. Now, here's another one. Try something real funny. On Man, we just started. We need to stop touring, probably. You know what I'm saying? After this tour for a minute, for a month, and make an album, rhymes every day with records and hooks. There's there's twelve. There's your album, world. And make sure we got at least two incredible ones. You know what I'm saying? But I hope everything can be incredible. But I ain't gonna sit there scratching my head on every record because I gotta put out another album right away. I'm not letting it go past this time. That'd be good. I think I'm gonna try to break a record here and try to hurry up and get. Thank you so much to Tony Mann and to the legendary Run DMC. And a huge thanks to you for checking out Rock History 101, Interviews from the Vault. I'm your host, Stephen Blush. See you next time on the Blush Media Network. Please follow this and all the Blush Media Network broadcasts available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, and more. For further information, contact Blush Media Network at gmail.com.